Welcome back to Safety with a Scientist podcast. I'm Emily Smith, Digital Marketing Manager at Safety Partners. And in this episode, we have a roundup of safety tips because June was National Safety Month. So we share these tips from our consulting safety officers so you can learn more about how to keep safe with your environmental health and safety needs. So you'll learn three different tips in this episode. Hi all, my name is Isaac Wolf, and June is National Safety Month. In honor of this month, I want to talk about incidents and near misses. So it's pretty common when an incident occurs that you fill out an incident report, but uh, one of the ways you can report an incident is if it almost occurred. And we find that when an incident does actually occur, people will start to say, hey, this happened to me, or almost happened to me last month, or last week, or last year. And we found out there were a lot of near misses before the actual incident happened. So reporting these near misses early and frequently can uh, escalate these issues and prevent them from actually happening where someone gets injured or hurt or worse. So please submit your near miss incident reports uh, whenever something almost happens to you. Uh, Hi everyone, my name is Tom, I'm with Safety Partners, I'm a consulting safety officer and if you did not know, June is a safety month. So one thing I like to remember um, and a quick tip that I like to give people through all my trainings and my consulting is um, when you're working with something, obviously you're very comfortable with whatever you're working with, right? You've been doing it for years, um, you you know the ropes, you know the hazards, but just taking a moment to remind yourself that yes, what I'm working with is hazardous. Um, if I brought a stranger off the street and they saw that what I was doing, maybe they'd be intimidated or scared with the hazards, but we're obviously not. So taking a moment to just kind of refresh that in our mind, either through an OSHA annual refresher training, um, an annual refresher through the Bloodborne Pathogen, just taking a moment to step back, revisit, like, all right, this is why I wear my PPE, this is why I use a biosafety cabinet or any sort of exposure controls. Just kind of a quick reminder, step back, and um, readdress the safety measures that you take with whatever you're working with. So that's your June safety tip. Hi, my name is Jennifer Sabicki. I'm a senior consulting safety officer with Safety Partners. So for those who are not familiar with an institutional biosafety committee or an IBC, This is a little bit different from what I do here at Boston Children's since we do our IBC meetings on a monthly basis, but typically clients will have their meetings on an annual basis once they get started and then yearly afterwards. In addition, they can help hold meetings as work is amended, changes are created, etc. So an IBC meeting is required by the NIH guidelines. So if a company is specifically receiving NIH funding, they are federally required to hold these kinds of meetings. Also there are town ordinances that say that they have to hold these meetings as well. So for example, Boston has an ordinance, um, Cambridge, Watertown, Newton as well. Um, I may be missing a few. but. Each town has their own specific recombinant DNA and synthetic nucleic acid um, requirements. So an IBC meeting, we would help create the presentation for the meeting and guide the client through this whole process. So 
in the presentation, we go over the purpose of an IBC, um, why we're meeting, what the IBC is comprised of, how many different members, what quorum is, so quorum's typically five members. We also, as safety consultants, sit on the IBC as non-voting members, so we help for guidance and for any kind of safety practices. We discuss those in the meeting and also can be a really great resource for the principal investigator in the event that they need um, help determining what kind of containment um, and what kind of safety practices, personal protective equipment, et cetera, need to be implemented. So we also, during this meeting, the company reviews their background, when they started, what their goal is, how many employees they have. We also review an overview of their floor plan. Um, and then we take over and discuss the biosafety practices and the waste practices as well. So we really wanted to go over disposal, um, of biological waste and make sure that the company is disposing of their waste in the correct manner as deemed by the ordinances as well as the NIH guidelines. So we review the floor plan and make sure that, that they are taking out their waste not through any kind of office areas, making sure they're using a freight elevator, making sure nothing comes into contact with any employee um, who isn't trained. We also go over the biosafety practices, so discussing the biosafety level that the work will take place at. And then the company then goes over their project that they're specifically working with, with our DNA or synthetic nucleic acid materials. So once their overview is done, we take a vote. So we vote to approve the waste practices and we also vote to approve the project registration for the year. So we wanna make sure that everybody is on board to have this project being approved, um, making sure everything is done in the safest manner that's possible. So at the end, um, typically safety partners consultants, we take the minutes for the meeting. So we organize all of the attendance sheets, making sure we're tracking who is coming, um, and really kind of just running the meeting ourselves, which is really great experience. It is a great way to build rapport with your clients as well. Before COVID, we were doing these in person. We would have lunch on site. So the company gets to meet the community representatives that we've brought on as part of the IBC. So it's really a great meeting for everyone to get to know each other and also so that everybody can get to know the work that a specific client is doing. So as we move out of COVID, hopefully we'll be going back to doing more in-person meetings, which will definitely help building rapport as we go forward with community representatives and clients. So our QRT are great resources in the event that you have questions about an IBC. They'll run through the, a whole meeting with you. They'll be there to support you as well. So you have a great support system for you at Safety Partners.